Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Pablon, your host, and welcome to Insights Tomorrow, brought to you by Microsoft. Let's deep dive with leaders and innovators in the data space. We're going to explore the challenges, the opportunities that organizations face in their data journeys. In each episode, we will invite some data leaders, experts, and some practitioners who share their unique perspectives on how data transformation is changing their business. Let's explore this data journey together and what it means to you. Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick LeBlanc, and I'm your host of Insights Tomorrow. And today, we will be exploring the future of learning with artificial intelligence with our gracious host, Shivani Stumpf. Shivani, why don't you tell the people who you are and what you do? First off, Patrick, thank you so much for having me on the show today. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm Shivani Stumpf. I'm the Chief Product and Innovation Officer at PowerSchool. PowerSchool is one of the largest and most trusted education technology providers in the world. We serve 50 million students across 90 plus countries today. There's 15,000 education agencies here in the US. So eight in 10 education agencies here in the United States actually use PowerSchool product. So we're roughly in 80% of the school districts. Uh, and in my current role as Chief Product and Innovation Officer, I'm responsible for setting the product direction strategy and bringing uh, a lot of data and AI insights into our products to help personalize education, which is our North Star to empower every student and educator to achieve the maximum potential. Wow, big job. You got a big job, Joanne. You got a big job. I would not want to have that job. In fact, I used to work for EDU at Microsoft, and we encountered a lot of power school um, when we were, we were visiting our customers. Right? It's interesting. Okay, so let's just get into this. And the world is changing, with, especially when it comes to education. There's so many things. This chat GPT is taking over the world, and we got to stop our kids from using it to plagiarize things and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's crazy. But so can you explain what personalized learning means in the context of education and why it's important? Absolutely, Patrick. I've said this so many times in the, in the last several months. You know, personalized education and personalized learning is, you know, in my opinion, it has been a little bit of an overused word, you know, for the last, you know, many, many years. Everybody talks about it, but we have really little to show in terms of outcomes. And if you just take a step back, right, let's, let's you and I just have a dialogue about it, right? What, what does personalized learning mean? What does it mean to personalize anything? What does it mean to personalize, you know, your, your experience as a consumer, you know, working with like online, online retail, as an example, right? So what does it really mean to personalize your experience? What would you say to that, Patrick? I want everything. I, when I walk into a retail shop or a retail site, I only want the things that I'm interested in. I don't want to have to search to do anything. I want all my products front and center, and I want them to be delivered tomorrow. I want them to be cheap. <laughs> do you want me to keep going? Excellent. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and that's exactly right, right? That's what it means to personalize it for you, because when you personalize something for you, right, you expect the algorithm to understand your interests, the context in which you operate in, right? So if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is 70 degrees outside versus you're in Minnesota and it's negative 35 outside, right? You want the algorithm to understand your context. And that's precisely, I think, the, the problem that's happened with personalized learning over the last several years is that the promise is great, but 
in order to truly personalize the education experience for every student, what you really need is you need to understand each and every student holistically, right? You need to understand who they are, where they're coming from, even things like the bus routes. I know everyone talks about attendance and grades and behavior and assessment scores and all of those things are absolutely essential, right? But you also need to understand, you know, how much of time are they spending online? What do they do after school, right? Are they involved in after school programs? Do they play sports? Are they a special education student, right? Do they, do they have special needs? And only when, are they an English language learner, right? And only when you understand all of that context about the student, then can you start personalizing the education pathways for that specific student. And that's why I'm so excited, Patrick, about the opportunity that we have in front of us with AI, because how would it be possible for a teacher who has a class of 30 to do what I just said, right? To understand everything about that student, understand I need help with algebra, you need help with geometry, right? And personalize experience for you versus me. It's not humanly possible, right? It's not possible to do that. And that's why I'm so excited about the opportunity with AI, because guess what? AI can crunch tons of data. It can understand your context versus mine, right? We feed it all the right context. And for the first time, I think we do have a shot at truly personalizing education and completely changing the landscape for every student where we can give them the right resources that they need, right? And not give them things that they already know about or that they don't care about, right? And aligning the courses with their interests, right? So if I'm interested in space exploration and you're interested in basketball, right? What if a teacher wanted to teach the theory of relativity, but you get taught that in context of basketball and I get taught that in context of space exploration because that's what I like. Imagine that, right? I get it. So it's almost like the teacher needs a 360 degree view of you that student. It. And I know working in EDU, it was hard to just capture all those, all those variables, all those things about that student and put it in one place so that the teacher could have it and make those decisions. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, and you, you touched upon it, Patrick, which is, you know, AI is only going to be as effect, effective and meaningful as the data, right? Data is the lifeblood in order to make all of that meaningful. And as I mentioned, right, we, we serve 50 million students today. PowerSchool has about 20 different products. And that's why I'm most excited about this experience is, to your point, right, bringing all of that data together and that context so we truly understand each student individually to individualized pathways for them. Yeah, yeah. So... Since you brought up AI, I talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but you've touched on it. How is AI currently being used at PowerSchool to personalize the learning experience for students? Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, I feel like <laughs> this is my single most favorite topic these days because I'm just so, so enamored by the technology. And really, every day, you know, because this, this landscape is changing so quickly, Patrick, and what we're able to do. So there's a lot that we are doing right now. So as you mentioned just a couple of seconds ago, right, in order to truly personalize the context and understand the context of every student, you need that 360 view. So we actually have a data lake, specifically in education, a secure data lake that we've put together. We have you know, over 300 terabytes of data at this point, 11 billion monthly changes that are actually being processed in this data lake. And so first off, that's serving as our repository of how we are able to individualize a context and really make sense of AI. And a few things that we're doing. So one is we're working on an application to be able to allow our customers to talk to their data. So convert natural language 
into SQL queries behind the scenes that query the data and then turn that data into visualizations and dashboards, right? So if you're a teacher in the classroom and you want to understand, you know, which students haven't submitted their assignments or which students weren't in class yesterday or how many students, you know, scored a B or a C or lower on their recent math test scores, right? Instead of you having to dig through all of that data you can just ask a question and get those responses back. Similarly, as a parent, right? If they have questions about their kids' attendance, they can simply ask questions of the data. And and the best thing, Patrick, that that I'm excited about is we're incorporating all of this AI within products that our educators, students, and parents are already using. So it's not like we're having them to learn a completely new application. And in my opinion, AI works best when you don't even know about it, right? And it's just there, yeah. right? So consolidating the data, allowing us to personalize insights like I just described, and then using all of that data to really personalize learning pathways in an experience that I call, you know, a GPS for every student, right? Which is, we have all of this data about the student. And like I was saying before, right? If I need help in geometry, you need help in algebra, the AI understands that and the AI can sort of formulate a pathway based on content that is aligned to district state learning standards and can guide you through that process while providing you on-demand one-on-one assistance in sort of an AI tutor type of an approach. And so this is all that we're bringing together, including personalizing homework for the student, right? To make it more meaningful and impactful. Because I believe that today, you know, 94% of kids across the world ages four and up are required to do their homework every day, right? But we all went to school, right? And for some of us, yes, homework was easy. For some of us, it's difficult, right? And for some of us, it's just right. So it's sort of this Goldilocks, you know, approach, right? <laughs> it just doesn't work. And so what if, what if we could really personalize the homework? So if, you know, if a student is gifted and ch- talented, challenge them, right? On doing even a, you know, a more difficult problem versus if a kid needs help, and they're not able to do their homework because they didn't understand the concept in the classroom, let's reinforce that concept for them, right? And align the homework to their mastery and proficiency and then get them back on track. So there's so much that we're doing in terms of personalizing pathways, allowing students to understand how their career interests line up with job opportunities of the future so that they're not picking jobs that are going to be obsolete five to 10 years from now. And then finally, you know, personalizing experiences including teacher professional development, coaching and mentoring for teachers. So everything from students, parents and teachers is what what we're working on right now. There's so many things I want to go deeper on there. But you said that the best AI is when you don't know you're using it. Think about spell check. Think about spell check, for example. Spell check has been in all word and all the other things. It's everywhere, right? That's the best AI in the world. And people are like, we're just starting to use AI. No, we've been using AI forever, people. And so, yeah, whether <laughs> every day when we all walk out the door in the morning, right? Weather forecast. I mean, that's those are AI models for yes, decades that have been in place. Yeah. And so another thing, you mentioned data so many times. And you know, in my, on my day-to-day, I talk to people about data all the time and everybody's excited about, you know, AI. But I'm like, hey, not only do you need the data, the data needs to be correct. It needs to be valid data for the questions that you plan to ask. There's so many things we could talk about there. But anyway, and so 
What challenges do you do educators and institutions face when implementing AI for personalized learning? And and how can they overcome these challenges? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Patrick. And I think you you start talking about data, right? As I mentioned before, data is the lifeblood of AI, right? And so if you I think the first challenge is if districts uh, you know don't have a grasp or a foothold on their data, right? That's the first problem, right? Because if you think about it, right? Data is in districts. Data is in multiple different, you know, places. In some cases, they have it on premise. In some cases, they may be using a cloud environment. They're working with, you know, a dozen different edtech vendors that, you know, may have data in different systems. And think about what happened with COVID, right? The average number of systems that school districts adopted tripled overnight because, you know, they all of a sudden started using all of these different digital tools, which is great. But now you have your data in all of these different places. The second part I'll talk about, uh, Patrick, in terms of challenges that districts are facing in terms of truly personalizing learning is, of course, you need access to all of this data, but the second big challenge is education agencies are one of the top targets right now for ransomware attacks and security data breaches. And so on one hand, they want to democratize all of this data to use an AI. And on the other hand, they have this dichotomy of figuring out how to secure their data, right? And that's why one of the first steps in their AI readiness journey that we guide our customers on is being able to secure all of that data in the data lake, right? That's why that's so critically important because you need your data to be secure. It's, it's highly sensitive data that we're talking about, right? It's students, it's PII, right? It's And all the information, right, about IEPs and SPED. Going back again to the point that if you don't know all of those things about the student, you cannot really help personalize their journey, right? So I would say some of the biggest challenges are them getting a good foothold on their data, securing that in a safe place so that, and my philosophy is, with PowerSchool, we want to bring AI to your data. We do not want you to push your data to AI. Wow. Wow. That is profound, but it's so important, right? Especially when we're dealing with the security aspects of it, right? We don't want we don't want districts to have to relinquish control. We want them to be in control of their data, who uses it, how it's used, right? And Patrick, this leads me to my third point about what I'm also concerned about is, you know, literally overnight, right? Because to your point, right? Chat GPT was everywhere and generative AI has become so ubiquitous. There's so many big and small, I'm just going to call them startups for lack of a better word, that just popped out of nowhere that are now providing very innovative solutions. But do they really know how to secure student data, right? And all the governance and compliance that's required around securing this data. And the other thing I worry about is the long-term sustainability of these small mom and pop vendors, right? Especially since a lot of them are VC funded, right? And it's a, it's a it reminds me of sort of the dot-com boom or the app boom where there was an app for everything, right? And so many of these app vendors sort of went out of business, right? So I would say that's the third. And then the fourth point I would say in terms of challenges is just education, right? And transparency. All of this stuff is coming at them so quickly that in my conversations with a lot of educators, I think they just, they need the time to sort of grasp what is this technology and how they need to, how can they be effective users of this technology, right? And so at PowerSchool, really, my my job is to make sure that, you know, not only do we build great products, right, and incorporate AI and solutions that our customers love and use every day, also made it, make it so that they actually don't know it exists, right? And we want to 
educate them on the right uses of data, right? But exactly like you said, right? Like spell check. And of course, you know, make sure that, you know, we follow the, the guidelines that we have been following for the last, you know, 25 years that we've been in business about being good stewards of customer data. We were recently at the White House, you know, and we made a big pledge. And one of the statistics I'll share with you, Patrick, is we block over a billion cyber attacks on our own systems every year, a billion of them, right? I cannot imagine what that would mean to a small district who maybe does not have the right resources or the technology to invest in in what to do here, right? So so there's so much that we need to be careful about, right? And then then the last thing I'd say is my fifth point to round out, you know, your question, answer to your question is just understanding, especially with generative AI, right? And this goes for all AI, but especially with generative AI, when folks are using tools off the shelf, generative AI has been, all of that AI has been trained on the corpus of information that's out there on the internet, right? And guess what? All of that data is biased, right? You ask ChatGPT, Patrick, to, this is my favorite example, ask ChatGPT to create a story about a homemaker and a business person. What do you think is the gender of the homemaker? A female. And the business person is male, right? That's, Right, yeah. right, right. And nothing wrong with that, right? But that's but that's because, you know, all of our data is biased, right? And I mean, that's a really simple example, but it's a powerful one because, and that goes back to my point about all of the moms and pop vendors that have just popped up, right? If we just try to build wrappers around what's existing with generic off-the-shelf generative AI tools that are available, we are inherently going to perpetuate some of the biases that are out there, right? And yes, the biases the toxicity, the polarity, the prejudice, all of that is going to surface within our solutions, right? And so those are basically the five big things that I would, that I see as challenges and our responsibility as power school, right? Being leaders in the education space to not only, like I said, provide solutions, but also provide the right education that goes along with helping them understand how do they embrace responsible AI Right? and know the questions to ask uh, when, they're, when they're picking solutions to bring to their districts. So you would say there's lots of ethical considerations that need to be considered. Absolutely. Considerations considered when you're using AI. Well, that was a bad sentence, but you get what I'm saying, right? right? There's a lot of things to consider ethically when you're saying, hey, I'm going to introduce AI into this huge ecosystem of districts. There's a lot of things from an ethical perspective that you have to take into account. 100%. And, and that's really why this is so important, right? Like we need to make sure that, you know, the data is secure. You're not just, you know, and that's why you're not just giving away your PII or data, right? To be trained on all of the models that are out there externally, especially if you're dealing with sensitive data, right? Then every, every education technology company that's working, you know, on AI solutions, right? Is cognizant about the enormous responsibility they have, right? Of making sure they're, they're being good stewards of this data, how they're using this data, they're minimizing biases, right? Not perpetuating them, the, their obligation to provide transparency. So it's not a black box, right? So teachers, educators, district admin understand. And, you know, at the end of the day, right, Patrick, the, the other problem is that it's with ethical use also is responsibility and accuracy, right? Actually, AI is pretty dumb if you think about it, right? It's, it is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been saying this for a long time. <laughs> and that's another thing, you know, yes, when you plug something, I know everyone's so enamored by chat GPT and it's, it is an amazing technology, absolutely amazing technology, but it also gives you answers 
authoritative answers that are absolutely incorrect. And so, so if we don't have the right guardrails about understanding when, you know, and evaluating, right, the accuracy, the model performance, the hallucinations that exist, right, within within the responses that we're getting back from AI, we're actually going to be building, you know, solutions that are not good for what districts need to use. And to your point, that's why ethical and responsible use of AI is so critically important in all of the work uh, that everyone does every day, especially in context of, of students. Yeah. So students, AI, we can't not have this conversation and talk about teachers. And so, because they're, they're, they're critical, they're vital to this. And so, what role do you think teachers play in this AI-driven personal learning environment? You know, that's such a fantastic question. That really is such a fantastic question, Patrick. Teachers are, education does not happen without teachers. And the way that we look at AI at PowerSchool is, it's a means to an end. You know, it's a technology solution. We're looking at AI to help augment what teachers do, right? How can we make them more efficient? How can we eliminate some of the mundane tasks that they have, right? And it's it's extremely important that we understand that education will always have a very significant human element, right? At its core, if you think about how to make education effective, it is effective only when we have a collaborative and nurturing learning environment, right? That's strengthened by parent involvement, guardian involvement, teacher involvement, right? And of course, then you can use, you know, AI in the mix. But at the at the heart of it, right, it is a technology that's meant to aid teachers in what they do so they can spend more time with kids, right? No technology is ever going to be able to replace the, the social, emotional, mental connections that teachers bring in, in order to help students, you know, with their learning journey, right? And so we want to enhance that personal connection while eliminating, so for Patrick, for example, I don't know if you'd be surprised to hear this statistic. I clearly was. Teachers on average spend seven to 12 hours a week trying to find content to when they're lesson planning, right? Or create assessment items for their kids. And it's crazy when you think about how much is on a teacher's plate and what, and these are easy things for us to do, right? And this is some of what we're doing at PowerSchool. What, what if we could generate assessment content aligned to learning standards, right? So teachers don't have to figure that out. Teachers who are working with dual language programs or have ELL students in the classroom or specialized kids in the classroom, what if we could eliminate those seven to 12 hours, right? What if it was less than an hour a day that the teacher actually had to spend on content? Look at how much, how many hours we can give back so she can actually spend that time in the classroom with kids, right? Yeah. That's really what we're looking to do with technology. Yeah. So you mentioned the parents and the guardians. So how, how, do, how do they get involved with this and what benefits would they see from all our new AI, our AI processes that we're baking into the school? Oh, gosh, Patrick. So... I was uh, recently talking with uh, one of the largest school districts um, here in the United States. They have 450,000 students. They span 700 square miles. They have 80% of their population is free and reduced lunch, meaning low-income low families. <laughs> and in a research study, what, what was found is that, and they're based out of California, most of their parents from those backgrounds 
had a difficult time interpreting the A through G report card, which is a report card, you know, that that's delivered in California. And think about that, right? Kids spend a majority of their time outside of school, right? And parents and guardians and communities have such a huge influence in terms of, you know, how the kid progresses, right, in their in their journey. And I think the problem that we have today is that, you know, we're communicating, right? Districts think that they're communicating with parents, but they're not connecting, right? We're throwing all of this information at the parents, right? Yes, look at this A through your report card. But it's so complicated that a parent cannot understand what the report card is trying to say because most of them probably have never graduated high school, right? Or they, they, they themselves are probably reading at the third grade or, or fifth grade level, right? And this is where, you know, to your point, right? How can, how can AI help parents, right? There's so many fundamental problems that we can help solve, right? How to simplify the communication so we can actually connect with parents. If I want to find a simple piece of information about the school, right? Like which days the school is open, which days the school is going to be closed, where can I find learning resources for my child if they're sick at home and want to read a book? Go to any district's website and you would basically get lost you know, navigate because there's so much of information out there. Yes. Yep. People would get lost just trying to find that information, right? So with AI, right, and you could feed it a whole bunch of these resources. And literally you can ask, and this is another piece of technology that we are working on within PowerSchool is a parent can ask a question, right? You don't even need to provide it the context. You can just ask the question, show me all of the days that are that we don't have school in the school year, right? Or Show me all the re learning resources for a fifth grade student, right? And it just gives you all of those resources back. Like you don't have to navigate and spend, you know, an hour on the website trying to find this information, right? And so I think there's so many ways in which we can simplify the communication we give them, right? Simplify how they interact and even give them proactive alerts about, you know, your kid has missed three days of school this year. Okay, that's great. But what can you do, Right have not only the data, but also the resources in terms of, okay, what should I be able to do? Or my kid is struggling with reading in class, right? Send them a proactive notification and send them resources. AI can help send them resources that are most effective in terms of helping their kids with, with the learning journey. So there's so many applications, Patrick, wow. in terms of how we can really help parents starting to take a more active role in their kids' learning. Almost makes me want to have another kid. Almost. Very, very <laughs> small. <laughs> very small possibility. Okay. So. <laughs> and I do so, agree with you. I mean, I think about, Patrick, just you and me, right? Imagine, I think about, gosh, I almost want to go to school again. If it, if it all of this technology. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, we never had these learning experiences, right? Everybody got the exact mm -hmm. same curriculum. It didn't matter what you're good at, what you were not, right? This is what you do. Did you do homework? If you did, great, you got your grade. If you didn't, okay, you got a whatever, C minus, right? And it, <laughs> and it was just like no flexibility, right? And of course, teachers were doing the absolute best, right? But like we said before, impossible to personalize education for every kid, right? At a human scale when you don't have technology, right? So yeah, you're talking about having kids. I talked, I think about actually going back to school and imagining what that would be uh, like. That's a good point. Whew. I don't know. I don't know where I'd be right now. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> okay. So, are there any promising developments or trends in the field of educational AI that you're excited about? Gosh, every day, you know, this this topic itself for me is, you know, like I said, I feel like I'm a kid in a candy store because every day we have so many new developments coming out, you know, and hats off really to 
everybody that's out there that's working on these large language models and generative AI models that are really completely changing the game in terms of what education can look like. I'm I'm really so thankful to be, you know, that we have, you know, this opportunity at this point. So everything from, you know, the voice, how basically you can do the multilingual translations, the multimodal type of interactions, right? The immersive learning experiences have uh, literally an AI tutor type of an experience by having, uh, you know, AI really being able to understand your enunciations of words, right? To tell you, are you enunciating the word properly? Are you really understanding it, right? Do you have a coherent thought? Do you have a coherent sentence, right? You know, is your grammar, you're talking about spell check, right? But now even doing that with voice. And just imagine having that instant real-time feedback constantly, right? At your fingertips. Instant feedback about data, right? So you don't have to spend your time, hours digging through all of it. To me, all of that is just so exciting. And I think truly will completely revolutionize, you know, how we how we look at the world and how we're able to, you know, I, I like to say, you know, change the face of education. But that's, yeah, all, all of these developments are what I'm super excited about. Okay. All right. One last thing. One last thing. Can you share any tips or best practices for educators who are interested in integrating AI in their classroom? If they want to get started. If they want to get started. So first I will tell you is you can probably come to the PowerSchool website and look at our <laughs> our responsible yeah. AI principles. <laughs> and the reason why I want to want to point educators to that is because I think, you know, we, we spend a lot of time today, Patrick, talking about responsible AI, right? And that's step number one, in my opinion, right? Before you incorporate AI into your classroom, really, you really need to understand, you know, what the pitfalls are, right? It's a very powerful technology, but you need to understand what the pitfalls are. You need to understand when you're, when you're using a technology, what questions to ask, right? To make sure that the technology is safe and, you know, it's, it's good for you to use, you know, within the classroom. So I would start, I would start there. And of course, we have lots of resources available on the, on the PowerSchool website to help navigate that. And then, you know, I would I would encourage educators, you know, they really, they play such a big role in terms of even helping us shape 90%, 99% of my roadmap, Patrick, has come from speaking with educators, right, in terms of making sure that the technology that we're actually developing is going to be useful for them in the classroom. So I would even say that, you know, personally, I would love for them to reach out to us to beta test, to give us feedback, right, in terms of what's useful and what's not useful. And then, you know, again, just going back to the ethical use, right? I'm making sure that they understand and ask the vendors the right questions and understand, you know, when, what data they have available to actually make sure that, um, you know, they're able to use that, right, uh, in a responsible way. Wow. Wow. I'm excited about going back to school or maybe having <laughs> another kid. No, I kid, I kid, I kid. All right, Shivani, thank you so much for sharing all this great knowledge with us today. And thank you all who took some time out of your day to listen to Shivani and I talk about personalized language and AI. And we look forward to delivering more great episodes for you. Thank you so much for having me, Patrick. This was fantastic. And here's to changing the world. Yes, changing the world. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Insights Tomorrow. Be sure to catch us next time as we continue the journey to uncover the challenges and the possibilities that organizations face every day. You can find more about the show and catch future episodes at insightstomorrow.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.